When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What's your name? I mean your real name. There's always tomorrow, but right now there's today. And specifically the Colleen and Bradley Show, we've got two more hours of the most amazing pop culture entertainment stuff just for you. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. What are you watching? No, literally. Not right now per se, but like as of now, what are you watching? What TV? 651-641-1071. We would love your suggestions. Holly, what gave you the desire to uh, peck at our listeners' um, um, watching habits right now? Well, let's kick things off formally here. Oh, God, I forgot. We've got a beautiful opener. Do it. How about TV? Seen anything good recently? What are some of your favorite TV shows? Any favorite shows? Because it's always fun to peck at listeners' brains about what they're watching right now. There's so much to watch, it gets really overwhelming. And can I just say right now, more than ever, I think people are looking for other things to watch, mostly because if you're like me, uh, you're prone to want to look at uh, the news because there's a lot going on in the world. I'll leave it at that. Um, and it's it's sometimes you need an escape and sometimes that escape can come in the form of sitting in a room alone in the dark stress eating. But you can also do that stress eating in the room, not dark with the TV on and watch something really good. Uh-huh. So I feel like that's just generally a, a good idea, but especially right now. The more ideas for uh, distracting ourselves for a little bit each day is not a bad thing. Holly, who's on the phone? We've got Gretchen. All right, Gretchen is on the line. Hey, Gretchen, what you watching? I'm watching Archive 81 on Netflix. What is this? Archi- Archived or Archive 81? Archive Okay. 81. Tell me about it. Um, okay. There's this guy. It goes back and forth. It flashes from... Now to then, there's this guy, he is, uh, takes uh, tape, like recorded uh, videotapes, and he fixes them like if they're in a fire or something. And he is hired by this uh, weird guy to fix all these tapes, and it's really deep, it's like kind of scary, it's a little bit uh, creepy. There's this, like, devil cult thing going on. Oh. There's a lot. It's a lot. Is this new? Because, I, you know, honestly, you're telling me about it. It sounds fascinating, and I don't think I've seen anything about this. 
It's um, I think there's nine parts right now to the first season. All right. And it's supposedly getting picked up for another season. I'm on episode five, and it's just really creepy. Okay, I am so excited to put this on the list. Gretchen, thank you so much for this recommendation. Yes. Archive creepy. 81. Have you heard about this at all, Holly? I haven't. It gets. Uh, it looks like it's got a pretty decent score, at least on IMDb. <laughs> it's pretty decent. Well, it sounds creepy, and I'm glad that Gretchen brought it to the table. Yeah. All right. So, Archive 81, who else do we have on the phone halls? We have Ashley. And by the way, if you want to join the conversation about what you are watching, it's soups easy. All you got to do, 651-641-1071, or drop us a tweet at Bradley Trainer at Holly D. Roberts. Ashley's on the phone. Hey, Ashley, what you watching? Whoa. I'm assuming Hello? that was your chair, Ashley. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Woo, cleared that uh, up. I am watching, well, I just finished The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. That's the name of the show? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. What is this on? The Woman in the House on the Street and the whatever, whatever. What's Across, it called again? Y- yes. It's on Netflix. Okay. It's Kristen Bell. And it is a, it's, it's a short show. It's nice. It's only eight episodes. Each episode is less than 25 minutes. Oh, okay. It's a little bit of a thrill. Mm. It's a little bit weird. And most of the time you're think, thinking, I wish I could pour my wine like that. <laughs> okay. And um, also, what is going on? So you literally... <laughs> what is real and what is not real? Oh, cool. So it's kind of, you're going to find yourself not really knowing where you're going, but uh, I, have you finished it? I have finished it, yes. Okay. So does it leave you feeling resolved at the end or were you like, uh, what did I just watch? Both. Okay. That's <laughs> not a bad thing, it, There's resolution okay. to that season. Okay. But then, is it a lead for season two? I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. All right, so they keep or you guessing. Is are we just going to sit here again saying, what is going on? Awesome. Well, uh, that sounds perfectly fascinating to me. I'm going to put that on my list. The woman in the house. And it's, it's Kristen Bell, so she's great. Yeah, I mean, of course. Ashley, thank you so much for that recommendation. Now go get some WD-40 on that chair because it sounded like you tooted. Uh, let's go. <laughs> I'm just giving you crap, Ashley. Well, I see what you did there. Who else is on the phone to tell us what they're watching, Halls? Daniel wants to tell us what he's watching. Daniel's on the phone. Hey, Daniel, what are you watching? I am the same as Gretchen. I've been watching Archive 81. Ooh. Now, what draw you, or drew you into this show? What about it um, made you fall in love? I was told by a friend that it was like the Twilight Zone, but on crack. Ooh, okay, cracky is, Twilight Zone. I like it. It is. It is like every episode of the Twilight Zone wrapped into one show, with just nonstop go 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 go, and the acting is phenomenal. Okay, and no spoilers, but did you feel like you got some resolution by the end, or like it felt fulfilling or rewarding to get all the way through? You know, the weirdest part is I thought it was just going to be a limited series on Netflix, mm-hmm. but they did leave it with a cliffhanger. Oh, okay. So by the end of it, I was like, dang, I want more, but I don't know where they're going to go with it at this point. Awesome. And again, for the audience who may not have heard, that's Archive 81, and that's on Netflix currently. Sure. Perfect. Daniel, thank you so much for sharing that. God, we have two people that are singing high praises for Archive 81. Yeah, I think we I think we have our assignment. I know, don't you? I mean, are you interested in watching it, Hals? Kind of. Yeah. But I, TV shows are kind of hard these days. What do you mean? Because they take up so much time. 
Yeah, which it sounds like these are shortish, right? Like eight episodes, nine episodes. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. And and it's just the first season, so great. You know, it's like a love hate thing because it's you love that it's short, but then you're like, but now I want more. Ugh. Um, we've got one more person on the line. Should we let Brenda have the last word? We sure should. Okay, Brenda, what are you watching? Hello, Hi. this is Brenda. Hi. Hi. I am watching a program called Escape to the Country. It's on the Dabble Network, so I think you have to have, like, cable TV to watch it. It's not an, on an, any of the apps. But what they do is they have a realtor with a couple, and it's all filmed in England. And so you get to see, and it was done like in 2011. Okay. And it's an hour-long program, and you get to see the homes in England. You get to see the different counties, and they have like the lower price house, the moderate price house, and the expensive house. And then they show them three houses, and the last one's a mystery house. So a lot of them are barn conversions. They're just It's just a delightful show because you... You escape to the country of, of England. It's beautiful country, and it's fun to tour the houses. It's just a really good way to escape from what's going on in the world right oh, now. I, you know, I love shows like that, Brenda. I'm so glad you recommended that. And I will say for the listener, you said you watch it on Dabble? Dabble Network. And I and I just, I just uh, recorded on my, um, you know, DVR, my network cable. And I've... I, I have a glass of wine and I watch it and I'm in England and it's gorgeous and and the realtors are all fun and interesting and you can't believe some of these houses they're they're hundreds of years old. Yeah. Oh, I I just, just I absolutely love that, Brenda. Thank you so much for sharing you're that. Welcome. That was Escape to the Country. And for the listener, I will just say, Holly, um, the dabble, I'm assuming that's like through her cable subscription, but you can also, according to the internet, watch it on the Roku channel for free. And if you have BritBox, like I do, which I love British television, BritBox, uh, if you have that subscription independently or through Apple TV, you can watch it there as well. Well, here's something fun about dabble. It's D-A-B-L dot com. Okay. You could just watch it live right on their website. Awesome. I'm doing that right now. It's called Sell This House, and they're currently in Carlton, Oregon. With Sarah and Jeff. I love it. Yeah. Well, find me up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Hals, thanks for asking that question. I think we've got our marching orders. Yes. We're going to watch some Archive 81. Mm-hmm. And then the lady in the window on the house on the street where you live or whatever that was called. Mm-hmm. In your neighborhood. In your neighborhood on the watch block club thing. And then <laughs> escape to the country for a little escapism, which we could all use right now. Right. Perfect. When, love it. When we come back, Holly, I don't know what we're talking about. Do you know what we're talking about? What are we talking we about? We had something to talk about there. I think we did. But now it was I Adele. Don't... <gasps> yes. yes! Oh! We got there. Uh, Adele, we have updates on what is happening, if anything, with Adele's residency in Vegas right here on My Talk 1071. Uh, you still sitting on some Adele tickets you thought you were going to use this month or next? Uh, but then you weren't because Adele was like, no. Ah. Well, we have an update perhaps, and we'll tell you what that is in a moment here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. And Holly just got back from a closed door meeting 
with uh, Adele's PR team, and uh, you've got some updates. I, I totally lied, by the way. You didn't just come back from that meeting. No, I, I was sitting on my butt reading the internet when I came across this story. Hey, look, you did the work. Tell us uh, oh, what's going on. Well, this is according to some British tabloids. So take it with a grain of salt. Please do. Now, The Sun over in the UK is reporting that Adele has been in talks to perform at another Las Vegas venue for her residency all hope is not lost now adele she was on graham norton a couple of weeks ago she expressed her intentions to complete her las vegas residency well not even just complete it but start the darn thing yeah she really just laughed off his like hey um what's going on and she's like do you read the tabloids come on come on of course i'm gonna finish this show and by the way it has to be um it has to be this year because i want to be pregnant next year Yeah, so tickety-tock, she has things going on. Now, the Sun's report is that Adele is going to do her Las Vegas residency, but she's not going to be doing it at Caesars Palace. Oh. They're saying... Debbie Reynolds Theater? Oh, wait. Oh, that imploded. Oh, and it used to have this amazing show that I never got to see where they had, like, these animatronic... Not animatronic, but they had this, like, panel system that, like would come out and show you like a Hollywood wardrobe ensemble that was all like festooned and then give you like the history of the outfit and then it would move around and it's gone now because she had to sell off everything. It's a really sad story. It is really sad. So changed my feelings. Yeah. Let's go back to Adele. She's not going to be performing at the now imploded Debbie Reynolds theater. No sources say that Adele wants to move her residency across the street over to Planet Hollywood. Oh, owned by Caesars Palace. Thank you. Or whoever owns that. Yeah, it's in the Caesars family. Caesars Entertainment family. So is this just a matter of like, um, we might not be able to stick you in over at Caesars, so we're going to put you at Planet Hollywood? Yeah. Now, in the Zappos Shoe Theater? Yes, in the Zappos Shoe Theater. Now... This speaks to a downgrade for Adele. Well, my it sounds read, like it. Yeah, my read on this is that this story is coming from Caesars Entertainment, saying that, well, we're not outright booting Adele out from her contract necessarily, but if she wants to perform in Las Vegas, we have this Zappos Theater that you might want to perform <laughs> in. Yeah, Why don't you just cross the street? Now, <laughs> the mirror and the sun... They want to stress that the Zappos Theater has been a spot for a host of huge stars, including Jennifer Lopez and Shania Twain, and that maybe Adele wants to do her residency over there. Uh, it's kind of, There is this slight in this story, Bradley. Now, if you're not familiar with the uh, hierarchy of Las Vegas hotels yeah. and casinos, Caesars Palace would be up on top. Yep. If I mean, that's where Britney was, right? No. Brit- or no, that was where Celine was. Celine Dion was at the Coliseum. Britney was at Planet Hollywood. Britney was at Planet Hollywood. People at the Coliseum, it's for big legacy acts like Celine Dion, like Cher. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Although like Elton John. Seeing Adele at uh, Zappos might actually be a better deal for fans because you might be up closer and personaler than you would be at the uh, Caesars Palace. That's true. Well, and you have more of a chance of actually seeing Adele because the Zappos Theater has space for 7,000 fans, which the Sun notes is almost twice as big as the Coliseum in oh, Caesars Palace. So that's a smaller theater. Okay, no, it's I don't bigger. Know. No, so Zappos is bigger. Got You'd it. be able to sell more tickets. Got it. More people would be Got able to it. see okay, Adele. Okay, well, that's not a bad thing then. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but the read on this is that, well, Adele... You blew your shot at being a rarefied artist on the Las Vegas Strip. We're going to have to demote you a little bit to the more populist crowd of Planet Hollywood. Sorry, if you want to perform there, that's just the way that it's going to be. Although it's a win for Adele fans, because if more tickets open up to see Adele, she would be able to sell that out easily. Oh, yeah, because the whole the, the whole thing, I mean, I never got tickets. We signed up early, got the lottery, and then got in, and then it was going to cost us literally Literally, if I'm remembering correctly, and I'm trying to pause so I can remember exactly, but I want to say it was going to be like $1,500 for us to get two tickets. <gasps> Maybe not 1500 It was a lot uh, of money. Uh-uh. No, yeah, that's right, because it was going to be like 700 Yeah, it was a lot of money, because they had, they had dynamic pricing, which was this hot mess situation where you would get in to get tickets, you'd click on tickets, and the prices would change constantly Ew. about the tickets, and then we just never ended up being able to get tickets, and I was certainly not paying that much money. Adele, I love you, girl, but I'm not, or maybe it was $800. I don't know. It was a lot of, it was more than that. It was more than 1000 for sure. Anyway, the moral of the story is this would not be the worst development ever. So I hope um, mostly for the sake of people who actually are sitting on tickets mm-hmm. that they come up with a solution fast. Because literally there are people who paid hundreds of dollars, if not thousands, who don't know what's going on. Right. So we don't know. This is just gossip. All right. Adele's residency. More than we knew yesterday. Yeah. It's neither happening nor not happening. <laughs> so we learn nothing. Hey, like most of our segments here on the Colleen Bradley Show, when we come back, celebrities behaving badly. What do we call them, Holly? We'll bring them to you right here on My Talk 1071. Thanks, Ann Miller. Celebrities can really act like jerks sometimes, which is a good thing because otherwise we wouldn't have a segment here on the Colleen and Bradley Show to share with you each and every day, Monday through Friday, by the way. If you haven't already, download our app because there are plenty of listener rewards on that thing. Just head to mytalk1071.com or wherever you get your apps. And uh, Holly Roberts, thanks for being here today because uh, otherwise no one would hear my voice. Well, they would hear your voice, but they would only hear your voice. Well, I, honey, I don't know how to press those buttons and make things happen. So I'm just saying thank you. Well, go for press all that a button. Do. Why don't you try it? Can I do that? Yes. Right now, here? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so big. Now can I press, let's see, I don't know where this button is here. No. You see, Holly, this is why you're here. I believe, Bradley, the button you are looking for 
is for Lord and Lady Douchebag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. It's on here, right? Yeah. Where am I? What's it called? It's called First Column, Fourth, Fifth Row. It's a nice, delightful green color. It's the button that I press every day to introduce oh, this segment, Lord okay. and Lady Douchebag. Who's your D-bag today, Halls? Uh, my D-bag today, Bradley, thank you for ans- uh, asking. <laughs> it's the sun! Oh, not that delightful orb in the sky, oh, but the tabloid, the sun. Oh, great. Particularly Thanks. its U.S. iteration. Because, Bradley... They're lazy. They're pushing this Courtney Kardashian pregnancy alleged, allegedly supposedly oh God, why thing. Why is this a thing? Like, did Courtney Kardashian oh. buy the like tabloid like uh, six pack? Like, you'll get your story put in six times in our delightful tabloid. Because what I'm saying is, I keep seeing these headlines about speculating about court. Who cares? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I mean, I she- don't care. Thank you. She cares. I always stop when I'm saying she, and then it sounds like I'm saying a naughty word. She cares rightly, I'm sure, and her family does. Great for them. Awesome. It's not that I don't care that I just don't need to see it all the time. Also, Bradley, the only evidence, the only evidence that the Sun tabloid has that Kourtney Kardashian could allegedly supposedly be with child is that she's wearing an oversized leather coat. That's it. (laughs) Also, you'll remember before the oversized coat, do you remember? It was a milkshake. Yes. Do you remember before the milkshake it was? French fries. Oh, gosh, how could I forget? Thin or thick. Kourtney Kardashian eating food. Mm, She must be pregnant. Yeah, she ate food and people are like, Fans continue to be concerned that Courtney is preggers because she's eating potatoes deep fat fried. <gasps> if that was the measure of pregnancy, I would be a dugger. <laughs> <laughs> I welcome that reality show into fruition someday, oh Bradley. <laughs> but yeah, Courtney Kardashian. 46 and pregnant. <laughs> That's teen mom's already. Yeah. Well, no, that's like middle-aged, middle-aged mom. <laughs> middle-aged gay, not mom. <laughs> Can't wait this summer on TLC. Now, Kourtney Kardashian was... Apparently, there is something called the Push Your Wellness 2022 no, documentary. No, no. What? Did you just say <laughs> all those words together yes, as if they meant something? I sure did. Well, there's this Push Your Wellness 2022. Push Your Wellness? Yes, it was a virtual festival that happened over the weekend, Bradley. And oh yes. my God, she's <laughs> such a knockoff. She totally stole this from Gwyneth Paltrow. She absolutely did. And this is something that you, yes, you, can watch over on Push's official YouTube channel. It happened over the weekend. Courtney Kardashian was pushing it. <laughs> Real with- good? Well, I don't know how good it was. Real good. Well, you know, I'm scanning through it, and it looks like they had talks from experts. Oh my god, they had a vibrator. <laughs> really? Uh, included in your premium ticket: anti-aging mask. Oh. One-year subscription to Obey Fitness. Great. A yeah. BellaBeat.com gift card. Is that for the vibrator? No, nope, that's Bella the Beat? Palm Flexible Vibrator in Jade. Retail value $95. What? Who? Oh, my God. Who? She's stealing Gwyneth Paltrow hard. Stop stealing. Well, 
Well, we knew, Bradley, that Courtney Kardashian was stealing Gwyneth Paltrow hard at Pusha's inception. It's a knockoff of goop down to the font. Yeah. Now, I'm looking through this video, and there's somebody doing a workout with a resistance band. That's great. There's somebody who's tapping her forehead. Hello, McFly. Anybody home? <laughs> Apparently, that's a wellness routine. It's oh called the Biff Tannen. No, it's not. <laughs> no, I lied. <laughs> but, uh... I'm scrolling through this, and so, oh, somebody's making some guacamole or at least some green thing. I don't know if they're going to eat that or going to use it as a mask. Oh, my God, it's probably her signature salad, which, remember, was just an arrangement of vegetables. Yeah, so at the very end of this, Bradley. I have no time for this woman. This is where the oversized leather jacket is happening. Now, I also want to take contention with the sun because this does not look like a leather jacket. It looks like it's some kind of synthetic fabric. Yeah, I'm sure they're not doing leather jackets like that. Kourtney Kardashian. It looks like a hefty, hefty cinch sack. Yes. Remember the music video for Missy Elliott's Yes. The Rain? That's stand the rain. rain. That's what Courtney Kardashian is wearing in this wellness video. And what the sun is implying is because she's wearing clothing. Well, yeah. Do you remember this was another fake storyline about Courtney being pregnant? She wore a loose fitting T-shirt, <sighs> loose fitting T-shirt, all the signs of impending pregnant, impending pregnancy, ladies, loose fitting T-shirt. Now, again, who listening can identify with this lifestyle, loose fitting T-shirt, French fries, Milkshake, comfortable coat. Sounds that described everybody in the state of Minnesota in January and February. Thank you. Oh my goodness, are we going to have a, a miraculous <laughs> a moment? This year. <laughs> are we going to give simultaneous mass birth because we ate French There's a fries? There's a ten billion dollar surplus in Minnesota and ten billion children. Whee! You get a child, and you get a child. You get a child. Stop going to Snuffy's malt shop because it'll get you pregnant. Well, that's what the sun is implying. And that's why Bradley today, the sun tabloid is my D bag of the day. Well, and to you, hold a long one. I give you one of those. It's been a while. You deserve it. Yep. All of it. Not just the beginning. Wait for it. Get one more. Little tail. Here we go. Just for you, Holly. Who's your D-bag? My D-bag, thanks for asking, is Harry Hamlin. <laughs> Movie and television's own Harry Hamlin? And husband of Lisa Rinna, who's also TV and not movie's own. Um, although, maybe she's done a movie in the past. Yeah, I'm probably a, a made-for-TV movie. Know. Yeah, you know. Uh, why is he my D-bag, you ask? Yeah, why is Harry Hamlin... Your D-bag today, Bradley. I'm having great sex with Lisa Rinna due to my lack of erectile dysfunction. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, what? Literally, Harry Hamlin had to go on the record and tell you he doesn't need erectile dysfunction pills, Holly, because he's getting it on at the age of 70 with his 58-year-old Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star wife. Oh, this is also Suzanne Summers. I was going to say it's the <laughs> Suzanne Summers treatment. Thanks to like where whereas Courtney Kardashian has ripped off Gwyneth Paltrow, Harry Hamlin is now ripping off Suzanne Summers. Why? Oh. Because the '80s sex symbol has also clarified he's never taken the blue pill, referring to the popular erectile dysfunction medication Viagra. <laughs> While he has been happily married to Lisa Rinna since 1997, he has had a... Bu- no, 
Okay. Anyway, it goes on and he talks about he used to really like beautiful women back in the day, but he is still incredibly horny and able to perform in bed. I've been extremely fortunate. I've had wonderful relationships with a lot of very beautiful women. Well, not a lot. I've been married to pretty much everybody I've made love to. I I can count the number of women I don't, that I've been with on two hands. Stop it. Stop it. Harry Hamlin, stop it. Who cares? Who cares? Now, the question... I don't understand septuagenarian sex... Uh, what's the word? Sex bullying. <laughs> Not bullying, <laughs> but like, what are you trying to communicate right now? Well, what I'm asking you, Bradley, is is Harry Hamlin trying to sell you something? At least with Suzanne Summers and her husband. All of that sex talk is for a very clear purpose. It's to sell... Her lifestyle dust. Suzanne Summers has a business to hustle, and she's going to go on Facebook Live and tell you all about her weird ointments and creams that make her all plump and tingly in all the right places. He has a new book. Okay, thank you. So, there, it, what is it about? Being um, being horny at seventy? I don't know, but Andy Cohen did an interview with him uh, uh, in Interview Magazine. Rightly mm-hmm. named. Mm-hmm. Let me get right to it. Says Andy. I love the book. I read it all day. He goes, Oh, good. It's really fun, said Andy. I can't get over how great your memory is. He says, I guess I have a good memory then. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow, what a scintillating conversation between two high-profile Hollywood intellectuals. This is how it comes up. And when people overshare, this is my point. It's all about oversharing. Like, I, like I'm like i glad when I'm 70, I'm, ho- I'm like just bouncing off the walls with sexual energy. Such that people are running out of the room like, ah! Get away from him. It's too much. Is that a knob in the tree? Watch <laughs> nope. out. Bradley's around. <laughs> Get out of that tree. Uh, no, it, literally, it goes like this in this interview. Um, our 25th anniversary is coming up in March, says Harry. Uh, Andy goes, and the sex is still great? Of course it is, Andy. We're still married. That doesn't mean anything. And then he goes on to talk about he doesn't have a lack of... ED and Andy's like what and he's like yeah I don't have that and Andy's like why do you take a pill or just you know you're Harry Hamlin and then he talks about how you know he was a sex symbol and all that stuff this this overperforming of his sexual virility just is so weird to me like it, like what do you need to prove and I say this specifically about Harry Hamlin because it's not less I think we're like two weeks out from another headline that he gave where he talked about how his role in a movie from the 1980s, which was controversial and shocking, and he deserves some credit for taking this role called in a movie called Making Love, which showed like gay sex on screen for the very first time, or gay love. They weren't like, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, they kind of do it, but like 80s style. Yeah. Like, Soft focus, yeah. shadows. Yeah, and then cut to the mm-hmm. next morning. Um, did He said that ruined his career. And it's just this like weirdly overperforming of his like manliness right now that just makes me wonder what the like why do you feel like you need to prove that? Yeah, what's really going on? I Harry wasn't Hamlin? concerned. No. I wasn't sitting here going like, oh, I wonder if that Harry Hamlin can still, you know. <laughs> you know what, Bradley, truth be told, I'm not concerned about anyone's erection. Oh really? No, I'm not. So I'm not gonna be concerned about I don't care. I don't care. May you have one, may you not. Yeah. And I love sex. Peace be with Who you. Who doesn't? Yeah. I mean, some of my best friends are sex. 
Very much so. This <laughs> big old S. But it's so just, it's like when people start talking about, I don't know, like their medical conditions. It's fun to talk about, but nobody else really cares. It's mostly um, satisfying for the person telling the story. Yeah, get it looked at, use an (laughs) ointment, and have a nice day. And also, here was the the main thing that, like, kind of ticked me off about this piece, again, if you're just joining us. Oh, we gotta go. Anyway, (laughs) he, he... said like oh i don't have to take a pill as if that's a problem but it's not a problem because millions of people do it thank you and it enhances the experience exactly just don't do it for like eight hours at a time hey when we come back watch out treats (laughs) when we come back holly (laughs) quarantine lifestyle if you want to do it for eight hours in a tree i have got the place for you a quarantine lifestyles the rich and famous when we return right here on my talk 1071 Poking out of sunshine, maybe, or something. Oh, yeah, just a wee bit. I can see a shadow out there. I'll take a wee bit, uh, which is unusual for me. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm Bradley. That's Holly. And uh, Colleen will be back with us next week. Now, Holly, we need to um, just, like, kind of, like, let the world around us go for a moment and uh, just indulge in a little quarantine of the lifestyles of the rich and famous. Sprawling living rooms. Dream kitchens, perfectly placed props like acoustic guitars, and books they'll never ever read. This is Quarantine Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Oh my god! $295 million! What? That's what you're going to need, Um, at least maybe somewhere around there, because bidding is set to begin for a Bel Air Mega Mansion dubbed The One, which I want to tell you about, and we just need to go on a tour through and just realize, Holly, how sad and pathetic even our very privileged live is compared to the home that is uh, going on sale over in Bel Air. Great. I can't wait (laughs) to boost my self-esteem and self-worth. We do this on occasion. It's, you know, really just punishing ourselves with other people's luxury. And we've been doing this, I think, throughout the, um, well, the last couple of years, seeing how the other half lived. And then some. Through this moment. Yeah. Bidding is set to begin next Monday on a sprawling, get this, 105,000 square foot Bel Air mansion. That's so big, Bradley, that I don't even know what that means. I don't means. know what that means. I That's can't like my get, block. I can't, yes. Right? Like yeah. my neighborhood is probably not even 105,000 square feet. Um, or my street. <clears throat> yes, 105,000 square foot. It is uh, on the market for an asking price of $295 million. But wait, there's more. How can there be more? I don't understand. If... It is able to get to $238 million during the auction that starts on Monday. It will represent the most expensive home sale in U.S. history. Jeez. But this home, which, by the way, took eight years to build and was once tagged for upwards of $340 million, has been a money pit uh, since it was on the market last year. And I want to tell you a little bit about it. But I saw this house and I thought, okay, I need to go to this place. And I just want to see what a home that cost 200, let's just say $300 million. Mm -hmm. What does a $300 million home look like? First of all, can you paint a picture for us of Bel Air? Because I don't know anything. It just sounds fancy to me. Yeah. So Bel Air Bradley is a neighborhood in Los Angeles. 
And it's where super rich and fancy people live. And it's pretty secluded, so a lot of Bel Air homes are going to be up in the hills. You're not going to be able to access them because they're in gated communities. So I can't speak truly to Bel Air because, quite frankly, nobody wanted me in the neighborhood when yeah. I was in L.A. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is apparently... Um, it's all like within the midst of, you know, you've got 360 degree views of the Pacific Ocean, yeah. downtown L.A., the San Gabriel Mountains. Mm-hmm. Let me give you some statistics because these are always fun, right? right? So if I told you 21 bedrooms, you'd be like, oh, that's a lot, right? <laughs> yeah, I would, Bradley, 21 bedrooms. But kind of, do you remember last week or the week before we did the Aaron Spelling Mansion tour? Yes, we did. Which also was up for sale. It probably had like 20-some bedrooms, maybe. I don't know. It was a lot. You're telling me that there wasn't a new bedroom for almost every day of the month. Exactly. So it wasn't that big. Not that impressive. But wait. There's more. Do you want to guess how many bathrooms are in this 105,000 square foot mega mansion? Well, Bradley, I think at least this mega mansion has to have Fortnite toilets, meaning you could <laughs> use a new toilet. Not the digital gaming series. No, not the digital gaming series. Although you could play Fortnite on your Fortnite True. toilet, but that means that you could refresh your buns on a new seat every two weeks. You could rotate for oh, two weeks. This goes well beyond Fortnite toilets, honey. I don't even know. I mean, I don't even okay, know what you so call So Fortnite this. toilets. How about, Bradley, 21 toilets for 21 bathrooms? That is no. not a musical by MGM. First of all. But it is. Yes. <laughs> Starring Jane Powell. May she rest in peace. Uh, no, 49. 49 bathrooms. Uh, 42 uh, full bathrooms, seven half bathrooms on 105,000 square feet. There is literally... More than two bathrooms for every bedroom. What would you do? How can you? What? Flames! Flames! <laughs> this is so bizarre to me, and it's this is why is I don't know. You know, we said this about the Aaron Spelling home. I don't know who would buy a home like this because who could afford to keep it up? I mean, think about the amount of toilet paper. This is why there was a shortage of toilet paper last year because this bathroom was being used. Just sucked it all. Forty-nine up. bathrooms. Um, it, it, I, it's just bizarre. They have five gigantic swimming pools, um, literally a massive nightclub. There is a massive nightclub attached to this home, a full service salon and spa, a 10,000 square foot sky deck, 400 foot private outdoor running track with a glass walled view of the city. Like you don't have to go outside and look at the city. You don't need to, you know, deign yourself to be in the same 49, 49. Like, why couldn't you just do 50? Just throw in another toilet, making it even 50. (laughs) Hey, when we come back, speaking of toilets, what's for dinner tonight? 651-641-1071.